Welcome everyone to the REST podcast, where our goal is to help each and every one of you displace confusion, chaos, and dis-ease in order to heal and find significance in life. I am your host, Natalie Williams, and I am here with the author of The Reconstitution Method for Healing and Rest, Virginia Dixon. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Virginia. I know that we are both super excited for this episode just from, I mean, the content we're going to be covering. So do you want to go ahead and read what you have for us? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. We got so much feedback from last week's episode Mm -hmm. and we have a tendency or so I hear to discuss significant things, perhaps from a little bit of a different perspective, because our aim is to displace, like you always say, confusion, chaos, and disease in order to help people reconcile the conflict they have within themselves. Right. It isn't often that I go back and listen to podcasts. As you know, I'm really busy and my schedule just doesn't permit. But for some reason, I felt inclined to listen to that segment on 4th of July. And when we got to the last 10 minutes, I thought, wow, ideas have consequences. And this idea that became America, right, was founded on principles of liberty, people's Mm -hmm. capacity. Well, it was founded on principles that people were sacred. Yeah. And they had the capacity to self-govern. And so they established a republic and then developed a form of civil government Mm -hmm. that would protect those rights. And so ideas have consequences. And ideas as it pertained to this republic, and we certainly discussed them last week, they advanced the cause of liberty. I want to talk a little bit about those ideas and the consequences they've had, but when I asked Catherine about light, life, liberty, love, and freedom, those are instrumental in sustaining life, and we're going to develop those themes as we go along throughout the rest of this year. But Light is self-evident when you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan, I think, the late President Ronald Reagan, spoke about America being that city on a hill. And the the value of life is self-evident. It promotes life. It sustains life. It exposes. It certainly guides. It leads. But I think what Catherine touched on last week that was so compelling to me is that light that we have as individuals is different. Light basically generates a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. Each and different measure, we judge according to the individual light that we each have. It's a, not an idea that we can impose on the collective, but it's very individual. And I think we, Catherine elaborated on that pretty well. And I want to do a whole segment with her on that when she returns from South America, where she's teaching. Mm-hmm. According to the measure of faith giving you live out your convictions. Each has a different portion of light. The measure of light is an individual thing. It's not a corporate thing. Liberty grows or diminishes. It doesn't evaporate, but it grows and diminishes according to the measure of light that we have. And ideas, I guess, I look at ideas as expanding that light or diminishing because ideas have consequences. And we know the ideas that expand light because they don't violate our conscience. If it violates our our conscience, it's likely not a life-giving idea. If we have to cover, hide, blame, cheat, steal, speak in half-truths, that is not a life-giving decision, choice, or idea that you're negotiating. 
Yeah. So it's going to diminish the measure of freedom you're going to live with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're limiting yourself and you're fighting yourself when you're not living in absolute truth. You're fighting your own, your own body, your own anatomy, anatomy, your own conscience. Yeah. Because the brain's sole purpose is to keep your body alive. Right. So when you violate Survival. your conscience, it creates an assault yeah. on your body and you're at war within yourself. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about these principles of liberty as they pertain to freedom, I think it's so important to me to take that discussion to another level because people, when they come to see me, they're not well, they're in a state of dis-ease, they're conflicted, they're in bondage. And I have found that helping them understand these principles of liberty Mm-hmm. And the relationship to freedom, cause and effect, internal, external. We touched on that a little bit last week. Yeah, It's all of a sudden puts all the power, not in a bottle, not in a lotion, not in a potion, not in another exam, not in another doctor. It puts the resources within their reach at one in the morning, at two in the morning, at four in the morning. It doesn't matter. We need to all have these discussions so we can understand the absolute incredible resource that we have contained within our very conscience mm-hmm. to really change the trajectory of our whole life. Yeah. Ideas have consequences. It's been said that using vile language, for example, is really healthy because it helps decompress. Mm-hmm. Well, thoughts have power, but words have authority. Mm-hmm. What are the implications of those words you're using? Mm-hmm. Right. So that idea, if I can say whatever I want, or I just want to be transparent. Hey, this is my truth. For example, that's another famous one, right? And that's a lie. This is my truth. It is. No, it's your opinion, Mm -hmm. which is fine, by the way. Yes. Everybody is, has the liberty to have their own opinion, but it's not a universal truth. Your opinion is not a universal truth. Correct. It is an opinion that comes from an idea. Does that idea advance the cause of freedom? I don't know. Does it give light? Mm -hmm. Life? Does it expand liberty? Is it a loving thing to do? Are you just decompressing? Mm -hmm. And is it lawful? Is it an assault on your conscience or somebody else's? Right. So here's the thing. We are attempting here to restore the language of liberty so that people can live with greater measures of freedom, Mm -hmm. displacing confusion, chaos, and disease. And something that I really want to add on to this, and it was just a thought that popped into my head. We're not talking about like living in perfection here. We're not. We're, you know, that that's impossible. And if you're thinking that, oh, that's what I need to do, or that's what we're trying to teach. That's not what we're trying to teach. These are things to aim for, right? And that's good, Natalie. And I want to say, not only are there things that to aim for, but Mm -hmm. there's things that are within your reach because liberty is organic It's natural, it's inborn, it's woven into the tapestry of your anatomy. Your conscience bears witness. Yes. If your conscience is violated, if your conscience is obscured, if your conscience is uncomfortable, stop right there. Yeah. And ask yourself, where is the lie? Mm -hmm. Remember, there's three lies. I want, I need, I deserve. And those are those three things that will derail you and it'll take you down a path of darkness. And ultimately, whether it's a day, a week, a year, a month, you will live with less freedom. Mm -hmm. And when we don't live in a place of freedom, we're enslaved by many things, substances, 
impulses. We're enslaved by other people and the whims of other people. And you don't have to be enslaved if you understand the principles of bondage. Right. Bondage is internal. It's a function of the soul. We're conflicted. The mind, the heart, the will, the conscience is conflicted. So if we're in bondage from that conflict that we can't reconcile, we're going to be enslaved external by these other forces. And I anyway, ex- that's a little bit of a review, but when I want to expound on that, because it's not like, you know, oh, you do something and you're immediately going to be sick. It's like this is something that compounds over time this is the reason why we don't see people until like what they're like late 30s, early 40s. that really start to experience gut issues. They start to experience hormone issues, disease, disease right? It's because they've been living in those lies and in that dis-ease for an extended amount of time. And I want to remind people that the psychology of the parents becomes the biology. the biology of the child. Right. So if you think, well, what about children? We're told clearly the sins, the unresolved conflicts of the forefathers are passed on from generation to generation, three and four generations. Yeah. But there's something you can do about it. That's what rest is all about. Mm-hmm. We help you break that down and do something about it. But I'm glad you brought that up, Natalie, because all we're trying to do is help people understand and protect freedom. Right. And to do that, you need to understand internal versus external, Mm -hmm. internal being your soul, your mind, your heart, your will, your conscience, and what you negotiate there. External, the flesh, the consequence, your body. Another way of saying it is cause and effect. Right. Cause internal, affect, external. Liberty is internal. For example, freedom is external. Mm -hmm. What's lawful is an internal function of the soul. Does it violate your conscience? If it violates your conscience, it's something that is unlawful. It's internal. And the consequences of that are often external and they're chaotic and it's often manifest in our anatomy. Mm -hmm. But I think what's really important is not to judge by the light you've been given. We talked about that last week a little bit. It's unjust to impose what we know into what others don't know. I think our role in each other's lives is to expand the measure of light that they've been given. And to do that, you have to be slow to speak and quick to listen and learn to ask questions, which is a lifelong endeavor. It doesn't come natural. (laughs) No, no, because of pride. The heart of man is ultimately wicked. Mm -hmm. And the thing we love is ourselves. And if there's any question about that, watch toddlers playing. Mm, Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. We need to have compassion on our ignorance and our ignorance comes in different ways at different times, but Mm -hmm. we're all plagued by it. Right. Yeah. So I hope that helps people think differently about how they love. Yeah. And certainly ideas have consequences. Think deeply about the, the ideas Um, especially as they pertain to this this subject of liberty and freedom, cause and effect, internal, external, and how you can apply them in these ways. Would you say that your light is significantly connected to your soul hunger? It's all integrated, and that's a big discussion, but I don't want to drown everybody. They'll never come back. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It takes years before we are able to understand what we know Because the light is woven into our very constitution and our hearts do deceive us. Yeah. We want what we want when we want it. And we think we need a lot of things that we've got to have. 
So we just deserve to get them. And those are the three lies that ultimately derail us. And we extend, we speak about those extensively at our day of rest. Oh, yes. Which, by the way, Natalie has a few announcements about that. But, oh, we have a virtual day of rest. Yeah, it's going to be coming out on the website this week. So I'm super excited, excited oh, for that. Oh, it hasn't launched yet? No, it hasn't okay. launched yet. It's coming out this week, so it'll be there on demand. So you can watch it anywhere, anytime. Yeah, so if these ideas are a little bit overwhelming, but you're intrigued by them, click on the on-demand day of rest. You can listen to it at your own leisure. But Natalie did a fantastic job. Thank you. Putting it together. We often suffer because we don't understand these principles of light that sustain our life. Mm -hmm. We don't understand something as fundamental as liberty and the difference between liberty and freedom. And we do suffer. And there is so much suffering, Natalie, in our lives. And we see it every day. But somehow it energizes us. And it brings us so much enthusiasm because... We know where the well is mm -hmm. and we know what to invite them to and what they can drink from. And it is transformative. Yeah. We have many, many testimonies that you have done a great job putting up. And we certainly have an amazing video coming out too. We do. About this very thing. It's going to be fantastic. It's the story I'll tell. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be putting it on a YouTube channel. So it'll be fun. Yeah. But we do suffer because we don't understand these principles of light life, liberty, love, and freedom. There is no love, life, or understanding without light. Hidden things are not exposed without light. Mm -hmm. And when things are not exposed, they never die. They yeah. go and they burrow into our very anatomy, causing diseases. I wanted to read this quote. I just want to say one thing about America and the principles that established this republic. Because there's so much hate that's being spewed or the other side mm -hmm. or people tend to spew so much hate in social media platforms. But the exceptionalism that is America is a consequence of ideas based on principles of liberty that generated freedom, that produced freedom. Yeah. America was that city on a hill. The idea was essential to the presidential campaign, like I mentioned, of Ronald Reagan, and it was essential to the foundation of this republic. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and with inalienable rights for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But the right for life is foundational to liberty because there's something sacred about each and every individual, and the preservation of that is foundational to the goodness that... I think we each value. Mm -hmm. So it's really a, an assault against our own consciousness when we don't value these principles of light and liberty and freedom that protect and sustain our life. I think you could really tie it to the root of depression if we really... Yep. Yeah. I think we'll wrap it up with this. Yeah. Alex de Tequivel was a famous French statesman, historian, and social philosopher. I think that's how you pronounce it. Beginning in 1831, he and Gustave Beaumont toured the country of America for the purpose of observing the American people and their institutions. His two-part work, which was published in 1835 and 1840, was comprehensive 
and penetrating analysis of the relationship between character and society in America that has ever been written. In it, he related, Upon my arrival to the United States, the religious aspect of the country was the first thing that struck my attention. And the longer I stayed there, the more I perceived the great political consequences resulting from this new state of things. In France, I had almost always seen the spirit of religion and the spirit of freedom marching in opposite directions. But in America, I found they were intimately united and they reigned in common over the same country. Religion in America must be regarded as a foremost of the political institutions of the country, for it does not impart a taste for freedom. It facilitates the use of it. So powerful. These ideas founded in Judeo-Christian values do not impart a taste for freedom. Do you know why? Why? Because liberty is inborn. Mm. It facilitates the use of it. And it was easy because it was com- it's common to every individual. Indeed, it is in this same point of view that the inhabitants of the United States themselves look upon religious beliefs. I do not know whether all Americans have sincere faith in their religion, for who can search the heart of a man? Mm-hmm. But I am certain of one thing, that they hold it to be indispensable in the maintenance of Republican institutions. Mm-hmm. This opinion is not peculiar to a class of citizens or a party, but it belongs to the whole nation and to every rank of society. The sect that exists in the United States are innumerable. There's a lot of diversity, but there's yeah. unity in the diversity. And the unity in the diversity, this is me commentating, Natalie, the unity in the diversity is a respect for what's sacred about the conscience of every man. The sect that exists in the United States are innumerable. They all differ in respect to the worship which is due to the Creator, but they all agree in respect to the duties which are due from man to man. Each sect adores the deity in its own peculiar manner, but all sects preach the same moral law in the name of God. Moreover, all the sects of the United States are comprised within the great unity of Christianity and Christian morality, and everywhere the same. In the United States, the sovereign authority is religious. There is no country in the world where the Christian religion retains a greater influence over the souls of men than in America. And I would add, because it appeals to their conscience. I think in what follows, Natalie, I'm excited to get really practical about what this means to our listening audience, to moms, to dads, to executives, to people fighting cancer, to people whose children are experiencing cancer. To millennials. To millennials, to a generation. So I'm looking forward to applying the implications of these ideas and the consequences they've had and the consequences they can have if we understand the principles. This thing can be turned around in one generation. That sounds awesome. I mean, I know that they're probably just as excited as I am about it. (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Virginia. Thank you for being patient. I know I went a little all over the place, but I was really excited about discussing this and I realized it's a little more complicated than it. It's a little more complicated to speak about than it is in my head because I live in these places. So the conversations are swift, but it's more complicated to transform, to communicate those ideas and the consequence of them. I think it's, even though it is more complicated, I think it's so good because not many people think in that space and they're not introduced to this kind of language and they're not, we're, we're literally raising the bar of reasoning, right? And we're raising the bar of language and we're raising the bar and helping people realize that they can come to that place, right? I had a dad that did that. I was classically educated abroad, as you know, and I had a dad that did that. But like I said, with Catherine in my, as I parented my own kids and my enthusiasm, I think, and my good intentions and the light that I was stepping into and that expanding light in me, sometimes I I don't think I was always as gracious as Mm. I wanted to, to be in communicating these amazing principles and ideas. So it's fun to do it now. Looking back is so beautiful, even though sometimes it can, it's riddled with so much. Oh, I wish I would have known then what I know now. Mm-hmm. At the same time, that can discourage us or it can encourage us. Right. And I think it tends to encourage me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you. All right, everyone. So as Virginia said, we do have a day of rest at the villa coming up on July 16th. It's from 9 to 5 p.m. So it's already on the website. You can RSVP and we will see you on that day. Also, I am releasing a day of rest that is on demand. So if you're not in the local area and you can't fly in or uh, just don't have the time to come to the day of rest on July 16th, I am releasing one that we had recorded a few months ago that was done in Newport. And keep an eye out because we're going to have another local day of rest in Newport as well. But this on demand, you're going to be able to watch anywhere, anytime on demand, just like the 40 days of rest that is already on the website. So the way that we kind of designed this was so that you're listening to the podcast now the next step if you'd like to take it would be to watch that day of rest on demand then the 40 days of rest and after that if you'd like to participate and further your education you can go to module two which is a live zoom and then module three as well these are all of the 40 days of rest it is curriculum based so you can kind of follow that and actually become a certified rest ambassador or can even book a, an appointment with Virginia. So we'll be posting on Instagram and social media. So keep an eye out. For updates about rest and this podcast, please visit our Instagram or Facebook, The Place of Rest. If you'd like more information about Virginia or to support and join the cause of rest, please go to virginiadixon.com forward slash collaborate or call 949-289-5935. Thank you for listening to Rest with Virginia Dixon. We'll see you next week. <laughs>